This episode is coming to you from Venice, and it's the middle of the night. I just had the opportunity to walk the completely calm streets of the city at night. And, well, I guess that's not really true. Venice doesn't really have streets. It has walkways and waterways. And if you haven't been here, it's one of the most disorienting and delightful things I've ever experienced. So jet lag has hit me. Maybe it was the amazing spaghetti or pizza or cannolis that I had a little bit too much of today. And I'm traveling through Europe with my daughter, celebrating her graduation. The original intent of this trip was actually to come along and spend time in Croatia with a community of leaders from across the world. And this crew is called Communitas International. Now we had a lot of leaders from Europe, some come over from the US, a few from the Middle East as well, and it was an incredible time and I'm still processing this time together. Now, Communitas, what they do is they start and shape the aromatic communities of faith who love like Jesus in their neighborhoods. And as you can imagine, the context is completely different that they all come from. But what stuck out to me were these stories of love and sacrifice and service through really hard times the last few years. It was so inspiring to me. And I laughed alongside of them. I got to know them. I heard their stories. And I was pretty blown away by some of the things that they're doing and God is doing across the world. We had the opportunity to eat really well, to laugh, to tell stories. We learned together. We prayed together. We grew. And we had lots and lots of laughs. It was a really fun time together on the Croatian coast. Now, in the middle of the interview, we will cut into an experience where I'm actually interviewing them on a, bro- on a boat ride, because why not? We're on a boat ride. We got to do an episode of the podcast. But what's interesting is I also came directly from a Stay Forth experience we host each year called the Phoenix Philip. And some of the same fruits I noticed came out in Phoenix that came out with this group in Croatia. It was a beautiful time in both of those and some of the exact same things come to this came to the surface and I want to name those things right now. Now in Phoenix we had long meals also. We had these deep conversations, belly laughs, we shared pain, we shared our hearts, our hearts kind of thawed out a little bit from the intensity of our work. And if you know me, you know that I'm a student of leadership, but I'm also a student of experiences. So during both of these experiences, I found myself asking, what made them so beautiful? What made them so powerful? And I came down to four things that I believe we all need, especially as leaders from a community. We all need four things from community. Here we go. Number one, we all need a community to rest with. Now, if you lead anything, If you serve in any way, you're doing something really hard. And then you've probably turned that up to 11 in the past few years. Some of these folks are doing really hard things across the world. They share stories of refugees, sheltering them. Some of them even have many coming into their countries from Ukraine and are trying to figure out how to bring them into their homes. Some of them talk about their countries expanding in huge ways like Poland, that is expanded in massive ways simply because of Ukrainian refugees coming in, folks that have walked with people through a lot of pain in this last season 
of course, taking on the pain that folks have alongside of mental health, of family issues, those who have lost loved ones the last few years. If you are a caregiver of any kind, if you are a leader of any kind, an influencer, somebody that bears unique pressure in your role, your job, your group of people around you that naturally turn to you, friends, you need rest and you need a community to rest with. We can't simply just go away from people to rest. I believe we actually need a community to rest with. And that's what I got to experience in both Phoenix and on the Croatia coast, is watching leaders come back together and this thawing out of the heart that happens when we are together as leaders. It's something we just can't get around. And I watched people come to life in both of those experiences, and I felt that myself. Number two, we all need a community to laugh and cry with. We all need a community to laugh and cry with. Let me say it a different way. We all need people we can celebrate and grieve with. Now, what's interesting is it's often easier to grieve with people, or at least to moan and share how hard it's been and to vent, which is a good thing but we also must be able to celebrate with those people, to celebrate the wins in our lives, in our families, in our nonprofit, in our business, in our our own leadership, in our own growth. We need a place to be able to win and to lose, but also to set that in the context of God's great story where we get to experience victory through him. Those tears and those laughs, I believe, are equally sacred in God's economy. And Jesus experienced the range of emotions with his disciples. While we don't have an account of Jesus laughing, you know those dudes sat around and laughed in conversation. They experienced these huge victories together. And then, of course, there was the pain and there was the tears and even some of the loneliness in Jesus' calling that he wanted to share with some of the other disciples, Peter, James, and John, bringing them closer And again, we can't do all of this with a group of people. I want to emphasize that. We need to do this in an appropriate way. But we need a community we can both laugh and cry with, to celebrate and grieve with. Every experience that I've been on that was life-giving, there was a deep, holy laughter. I remember one night in Croatia, I was heading for bed, and the, the crew was out late that night and had been having discussions And an acoustic version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun broke out, and I just started laughing. Just to think about God's people gathered together, and even just the intensity of the work they normally have, and just the silliness, just the ridiculousness together. But what I believe is equally as holy are the moments where people just embrace one another, when there are tears even weeping sometimes and just holding one another. We need a community we can laugh and grieve with. Number three, we all need a community we can grapple with. A community we can grapple with. Now, I almost said that we can challenge, and I think challenge is part of that, but this grappling, this working out our faith that involves pushing against others and others pushing against us. It's a bit like grappling in a Greco-Roman wrestling match where we're just kind of not, not fighting with each other, but we happen to be grappling with one another, this push and this pull, this challenge that happens in love 
where we don't cancel one another for having a different opinion, we push back. A couple times in conversations over the last week, I've said, uh, I, don't, I don't receive that. And just let that sit. Tell me more about this and push back. Sometimes I'm giving them more credit than they're giving themselves. Sometimes it feels off base to me. And when others push back on me, I need that. You need that. We as humans need a community we can grapple with. Think about it. We're facing these hard realities in changing times. And we need to be able to have safe places to wrestle where we're not going on the airwaves. We're not sharing those in front of a faith community or in front of a group of people or in your team meeting. That's not always the safe place to be able to process that. And so these places where we can just challenge one another. We're also wrestling with tough realities of God and how those make them their way into our context and what our context allows around that. We need places and spaces to be able to grapple with one another and with the realities of God and how we apply that to everyday life. There's a holy grappling that happens in these spaces. And number four, we all need a community to pray with. A community to pray with. Now in both of these gatherings, there were moments of planned prayer. And of course, these are beautiful. Moments where we even lay hands on someone and we invite them into a deeper experience of God with the encouragement to know other people are with them. Had moments of communion and prayer for one another. Breaking out in both of those scenarios. Beautiful things happening through that. But I noticed there was also empathetic and spontaneous prayer that would break out. When somebody is struggling, when somebody just doesn't know what to do, this turning to the Father and this spontaneous prayer that just breaks out is beautiful. And there's this empathetic support that happens within that. And what I found myself saying during this time is, isn't it beautiful to be together in a true community? A community where people support one another, not cancel one another. A community where we raise one another up and affirm one another, not tearing each other down so that this one-upsmanship that's just garbage, that doesn't fit in the kingdom of God, but is so normal in the kingdom of heaven, where we get to celebrate one another for what God is up to uniquely in their lives and in their hearts and in their families and in their ministries. If you don't have a community that you can do these four things with, then I want to invite you to reassess your community, to reassess your needs. Maybe you have a few of these, but you're looking for a few others. Do you have that community? Do you need to restart that community? Maybe you once had that, and it just doesn't fit anymore. I've had several moments of that in my own life where people have journeyed with me for a season, and for whatever reason, that community wasn't still around me. Some had moved away or transitioned into to different phases of life. Those kind of things happen, and yet we have to reassess. Friends, we can't be healthy, sustainable leaders that are taking risks, that are being courageous, that are doing the things that matter so much and so deeply that God has invited us into if we do not have healthy communities around us. We simply can't go for the long haul. Let me review these. I believe we all need a community to rest with, a community to laugh and cry with, to experience the range of human emotions, a community we can grapple with, and a community we can pray with. Friends, I believe this is an invitation. Coming to you from the coastline of Croatia, off of 
this beautiful rocky coast in a boat and from the streets, the waterways, and the walkways of Venice. We want to continue to invite you into the things, the conversations that we need to be talking about. This is one of those things we need to be talking about. And if you don't have that community, no shame, no guilt, but this is a crucial time. As we kind of come out from COVID, as we look ahead, as we kind of have our vision stretched and the challenges revisit us in different ways this next season, I believe this is a time to stop, to pause, to reassess, and to ask ourselves, do we have community we can rest with, laugh and cry with, grapple with, and pray with? Hey friends, I got another guest coming on the podcast here. This is Jeff Reinhardt, my friends. He's been on the podcast before. Jeff, what's this week meant to you? Uh, incredible, relational, growing. Uh, it's it's not describable with words. And yes, we are on a boat, crossing the sea, the ocean right now. Guys, any other thoughts on this week? Anybody else want to speak to this from the Communitas tribe? Never thought I'd be on a boat. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're just having a good time, and we're happy to have our friend here from, um, where are you from? <laughs> Colorado. Colorado. And, um, yeah, we're just having a really good time. The new Communitas is all about just sitting on a boat and getting to know each other and, and, and loving each other. And, and that's really what Communitas is about. It's just a bunch of people that just love each other and, to, and love serving God and serving Jesus. And, we have a and, dream uh, in, in, in Communitas that one day we're going to buy a boat. <laughs> We're going to buy one of those mercy ships, and instead of going somewhere for a conference, the boat's going to come to us, and we're just going to be on a boat the whole time. Sort of a resting ship, if if you will. It's going to be a no mercy ship. No mercy ship. Show no mercy ship. Every hour we throw somebody off. And the ridiculousness continues, folks. It has been a blast to be with this crew this week. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am literally on a boat off of the coast of Croatia with some new friends. And uh, I want these guys to introduce themselves and a little bit of what they do across the world. Uh, Carlton, tell us about you and what you do. Hey, my name is Carlton Deal. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia, and I live in Brussels, Belgium with my wife, Shannon. And uh, we've been in Brussels for 17 years or so, and we lead a church community that's a uh, we call it an interconfessional, multicultural church. Um, it's called the Well, and uh, we also lead something called Serve the City, which is a, about mobilizing volunteers to serve in their cities, like to cross the line and connect with people who are homeless or asylum seekers or whatever the city's brokenness are uh, needs are. And then uh, we also lead something called the Prayer Breakfast, and so we get to engage with. Um, everyday people who just happen to be members of parliament or prime ministers or whatever and invite them into a journey with Jesus. Um, so. Yes, you said parliament and prime ministers. Just dropping that at the end. Um, Shannon, clearly his better half. I mean, we all we all know that. Writer, communicator, podcaster, what would you add to that? Uh, well, it's been really fun. My, one of my fun things is to pull out small things out of the big things that he does. And uh, so one of the 
our podcast, which is for Serve the City, which is called Serving Stories, is really one of my most fun things that I do. And I think my favorite thing about it, you know, Serve the City is a, a volunteer mobilization organization, but my favorite stories are always about people we've served who become volunteers. So the drunk guy who showed up at the community dinner and threw up all over the place and somebody cleaned up after him and then he said, I want to volunteer and now he's the cook for the, for the community dinner. Wow. So Serving Stories podcast? Yes, Serving Stories, uh, Serve the City International podcast, yeah. Yeah, it's on any any channel, yeah. Awesome. It's been so fun to be with you guys, to hear more stories. Uh, a new friend for the first time. We've met over Zoom before. Uh, Teal, tell us a little about you and uh, what you care about and what you do. My name is Teal Rapp, and I have the privilege of helping lead an organization called Communitas International. We start communities all around the world. So I'm based in Aix-en-Provence now, which gives me proximity to a large uh, number of our projects around Europe and a timely place to be over the last number of months with the world unrest that's going on. So I get to do projects and share time with Carlton and Shannon and the things they're doing and our other things going on both around Europe and around the world. Wow, it's been a beautiful, uh, maybe 55 people a gathering um, here and we're literally um, on the ocean, on the sea, I guess, right now, looking out, we just explored a little island. Um, we've lived in a lot of loneliness and isolation, and just, like, there's been a yearning to be together for these few days. It's been a privilege to be here this week. Tell me just a little bit about this week, um, what it's meant to you, and um, ultimately what you've missed about these kind of gatherings the last few years. Yeah, it's an amazing opportunity to see each other face to face again and to swap some stories and to get below the surface. You know, I think that all of our life that we've lived on Zoom calls, there's like a 60 minute rule to Zoom calls, right? Like you can't go over 60 minutes. So you never finish the conversation. You just finish the time limit. So, you know, that's as far as you go. But now you're, you know, you're on a sea, you're on a boat, you're walking around, tasting wine, you're, um, you know, just like getting below the surface. So, so pretty rough. It's been a pretty rough week, basically, to kind of Brutal, brutal week. Uh, what's been good? What's been life-giving? What's been beautiful for you this week, Shannon? I think one of the most important things for me this week is just seeing old friends. Uh, so that's really life-giving for me. And, and some of the people have really been um, like Teal here, who's right next to me. Um, when he joined Communitas, I was leading something called Field Orientation, which was for the new new uh, ministry partners who were coming on. And so I was part of orienting him to coming to Europe. Now, I'd been here all of... Now, we'd lived in Europe for 10 years, and then we'd only joined Communitas like two or three years previous to that. So I wasn't really a long-term Communitas person. But, you know, we've had this 15-year journey, and it's just so valuable to see the ups and downs and a journey with people like Teal, you know, um, in his family, in his ministry, and to see that he's still faithful and he's still here, and so many other people like that, too. So I love that. Teal, what about you, man? What's this week meant to you? Yeah, community is is my thing. And so, Alan, when you first showed up and you said, well, how's it going? How's it been going? We'd been together for a couple of days, and I just said, we're together. Like, we're, we're starting at a home run. Actually, I think I said, we're starting with, you know, a good base hit or something. You said, well, no, it sounds like you, looks like you're starting with a home run. Yeah. From there, it's, you know, up, up, up. But just, as we're all saying, just being together. And that's, we do that really well. We're a group of people that love to be together, that honor each other. And, um, yeah, use that time well. So it's good. The stories have been beautiful. And, um, again, we've had community talks before here on this podcast. 
and um, we'll continue to invite you into their work. I love what's happening. The stories that you guys have shared that are unfolding are, are unbelievable. So I guess signing off uh, here from a boat as we pass, we're, we're on the Adriatic Sea, correct? I've said that wrong more than once, but here we are signing off from the Adriatic Sea. Uh, check out Communitas International in the podcast notes. I'm just a huge fan of these guys and their work. Shot, shot. We ain't focused so long.